Hey guys, how you living? You doing well out there in podcast world? I'm about to get all up in your ear holes with Jason Summers and make it greasy, baby. So, we're talking about the Urban Meyer thing. There's a spider on my screen that just killed it. Um, there's a, a huge situation going down in Ohio with Urban Meyer and his wide receivers coach and a lot of allegations of domestic dispute that's been going on for a long time and it's in the air as to whether or not Urban Meyer knew anything about what was going on so there's that and we covered that in this one it's a pretty short episode and this is a sports talk if the title didn't tip you off enough so that's all we covered in this one we talked about a little little bit of uh, college football all around in this one a little bit as well in the middle so pretty short talk not going to take up a lot of your time today and that's all we got for you so without further ado here's my stuff sports talk episode number eight featuring jason summers i forgot to say that i probably should have said that first jason was here is here did i say it okay so is adam adam's here too hey cruz say hey cruz yeah all right enjoy (laughs) All right, ladies and gentle ducks. <laughs> Brother Jason Summers in the house. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy, Jason. We were uh, discussing something interesting at Nacho Hippo last night during the gig and decided that it was meriting a recording session today. So. We were talking about the great land of OHIO and what the fuck they're going to be doing over the next couple of days. What do you think, Brother Jason? Well, you know, it's uh, it's obvious that, uh, you know, Urban Meyer, he, uh, he knew about allegations back in uh, 2015 and what have you. Um, this is a repeat offender for this Mr., uh, or should we say, uh, Coach Smith. Yes. Um, happened to him back when he was with uh, Meyer back in at Florida. Florida. Um, Meyer addressed the situation and supposedly addressed the situation. Um, and I guess no punishment was uh, taken there for him at the University of Florida. And then uh, he comes along and tags along with Meyer at uh, Ohio State. And evidently, you know, I... Um, Allegations in 2015, and here we are again in 2018, I believe. Allegations again, and Urban Meyer finally, uh, I guess, gets the kahunas, or somebody else got them, and told them it's time to part ways with the uh, wide receiver coach. So, to catch everybody else up on what's going on, a wide receiver coach for Ohio State has been, as is he charged? Has not well. From what I understand, he has his uh, ex-wife had to put a restraining order against him. Because okay, of it. for domestic violence, like, and uh, he's obviously beating up on his woman. And for those of you who do not know what domestic violence is, uh, Adam. Uh, anyway, so if you don't know what what we're talking about. Basically, if you're familiar with the Joe Pa situation, in which obviously domestic violence is horrible, but not you know anything involving children. So, uh, that being said, Joe Pa had to, was literally fired almost a couple of days after after they found out that he knew 
about something going on. And this situation feels very similar to that to me. And I'm wondering, I mean, it's only a matter of time because if there is proof and apparently there is proof through text messages that Urban Meyer knew about this, like you said, he knew about these allegations in 2015 and even as far back as Florida possibly. And if that's the case, then he's got to go. Absolutely right. I mean, I, me as a fan, I mean, as a male I mean, just being a male, period. A, a male fan. <laughs> I have no tolerance for, you know, any type of, you know, domestic violence. Yeah. Um, I just, Same I, here. I don't, I don't care who you are. Um, you know, so to me, just take a look and then trust me. They had, they had the whole video for Ray Rice on, they had that on video. Yeah. And let me tell you what, he beat the snot out of that girl. Um, you know, he did what he did. Suspended by the NFL for a year. They reinstate him. Where's he at now? True story. So here Nobody you, wants him. Right. So here you are. I mean, you know, you're trying to – you as a college coach, you got these guys, you know, that are looking up to you as a coach trying to get to the next level. And, you know, you give this guy three chances and you still keep him around at Ohio State. I mean, what – Trestle – Jim Trestle, he got what – Suspended for five games without pay. Yeah, something like that. Because his boys were selling their memorabilia to a tattoo shop, I guess, just to try to, you know, make a little money or whatever. And here you are. You got a guy who's trying to cover up for one of his assistant coaches who's a wide receiver coach, which I'm pretty sure I could go out and coach the wide receivers for him if they need me to. I mean. You're waiting for a call. I'm just waiting for that's it. All this, that's all there is. And, and here you are. you got a guy who has been charged, you know, had the cops called on him, um, who's completely denying everything. And I forget the guy who broke the story, Brett McMurphy or something like that. Yeah, I can't really remember. I, got, I think that's his name from um, SI, I believe. Um, but he, uh, you know, he broke the story. And um, I know they probably, Ohio State fans hate him now. But uh, he's uh, with uh, the, 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 the Zone, 105.7 The Zone. Um, and he broke the story, and he, he published some text messages that I guess uh, Zach uh, texted his wife, you know, um, or she was texting him. Yeah, he was apparently part of this group right. text or whatever. And, you know, just some of the things that it says that he, you know, did to her and he agreed to it or whatever. Man, come on, man. I mean, you know. How hard? I mean, you it's, gotta, it's not hard to pick up on what's going on. Right. Like, especially like you, you said last night, all of these women, all of these wives get together and they hang out together and shit. It's like, I'm sorry, but once, once pillow talk starts happening, like there's no, there's, I, I, I don't see there being a, a possibility that he didn't know what was going on, at least in some, in some light way. Right. And, uh, you know, and I guess where this come all about was uh, Urban Meyer knew of it back at the the Big Ten Media Days here a week or so ago. Um, And then evidently this coach's ex-wife texted, you know, I guess all the other coaches' wives or whatever just to let them know what was going on. They've had them, you know, she had to get a restraining order against this guy. So you tell me, how do you keep a guy around after one? You bring a guy with you from Florida. And that's not really saying. I mean, hell, look at Florida now. Florida still. Yeah, they, they don't they, know they're going to be able to fill the team come this year. 
because they're already starting back in the same situation. Okay, so you bring a guy with you from Florida yeah. who's already got a pass with it. Get him here. Meyer went to Ohio State in 2012. So 2015, you have another incident. Man, that's a red flag right there. You got to roll. Got to go. Yeah, you, you got to go. And and this is the thing that not a lot of – and I feel bad, and you won't hear me say this a lot as an Alabama fan, but I feel bad for the Ohio State fans, Why? like I said last night, just because I'm a sports fan – and I understand that there are people that are passionate about their team, and this is not a good look for the city or for the state. It's just not – I just feel bad, especially that they had, like, a pretty good season a few years ago, and they they ended up winning and getting a ring or winning a championship or whatever, and now this kind of thing happens. I mean, it's not good for the sport. Ohio State being competitive and being there is part of the game. And I'm not – I mean, I'm sure they'll be fine, you know, if they get somebody decent. Obviously not Nick Saban, as your, <laughs> as your article may have stated. It's not happening, folks. He ain't going nowhere but Tuscaloosa. Well, here here's what you got to look at. And, you know, just driving around while I'm working and what have you, listening to some – you know, sports ready. Listening to, to uh, uh, I think yesterday uh, it was on the Jim Rome show. Um, just listening to him and some of the fans calling in. There was a guy that called in, big Ohio State fan. You know, yeah. um, he said that if this is true, now this is coming from an Ohio State fan. If this yeah. is true, he says there is no place in Columbus or no place, period, in college football for this type of stuff to try to cover it up and not, not at all, not tell the truth. And if this is the case, he says, you got to get Urban Meyer out there because you know what's going to happen come they – say they fire him tonight. By the time they wake up in the morning, I mean, there's going to be people knocking at the door to, to take that job. Oh, 100%. It's, it's a prestigious <clears throat> title, a job. I mean, it's, it's – uh, if you if you think about and now now here's a, here's a theory that I just thought of. Do places that wouldn't necessarily be a high profile program become that just when a high profile coach goes there, like out of just just for any reason at all? Like was Ohio State that strong until Urban Meyer went there after winning that championship in Florida? Well, like I, mean, I don't remember before like, that really. Well, like you're right, but man, Bowling Green—that's where he came from. He came from Bowling Green, and uh, you know, I was before we went on and what have you. Know, I was—I uh, pulled up his record just to check it out, and um, I think his worst—I uh, believe his worst year ever coaching. He's been coaching since 2001. Started out at uh, Bowling Green, um, then he went to Utah. Hell, 2004 in Utah, he undefeated, 12 and 0. Florida. His worst year ever coaching football as a head coach was in 2010. And yeah. That's when he said he had to step away from college football because of because. medical, personal reasons. Then what happens? year later? Roll Tide. OSU rolls open, and he takes the job in 2012 at Ohio State. But So you ask yourself this, just like you asked me. You said, is he really a good coach? Yeah. But is he? Easy. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he had Tim Tebow in Florida, who was a monster athlete. He had to do a quarterback with Chris Leak, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Percy Harvin. And, uh, yeah, dude, those those Gators were monstrous. You got probably 60% of that, that team starting in the NFL right now. And who, who else was down there with him? I mean, uh, you had Aaron Hernandez. 
Yeah. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Um, yeah. I mean, Cam was there. Yeah, but technically. You, but see, he, 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 all right. So you get on the Cam Newton thing, okay? Let me tell you what. I'm a. Uh, trust me, people are going to make mistakes, man. Okay. Yeah. You. I mean, you, being a college athlete, a star college athlete. And by the way, I'm no Cam Newton fan just because he dominated us in the SEC championship. Yeah, same here. I can't really handle him too well. But here's the thing about Cam Newton. In the pros, he has completely turned it around um, as much as he does for kids. You know, I'll say that's accurate. But back in college, man, I'm a firm believer if you're getting your school paid for, okay? You're paying nothing for school. You're probably getting paid to go to that school, probably. Oh, yeah, 100%. So... When he got in that trouble with Florida, he got in trouble with, you know, what was it, breaking breaking in stealing computers or something? Yeah. All right. Gets kicked out of Florida. All right. So he goes to, what, a Division three or JUCO or something for a year. Comes back. Yeah. Goes to Auburn. I mean, I guess he kept himself clean out of trouble at wherever he went to school before he went to Auburn, came to Auburn and what have you. You know, that's a prime example right there. He, I guess he straightened his act up. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. I, right. like, like, I, I really, I will say that Cam Newton has 100% turned his life around as far as, and I think that wreck had a lot to do with it. Right. Well, and, and maybe before that, but I think that was uh, definitely a turning point in him trying to be a better person because it's really hard to wash off going to Auburn. Right. In my book, yeah. Hey, I mean, but a- I mean, he he's done he's done all right. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's probably has the the best stats of a rookie quarterback ever in the league. If I'm not mistaken, I think he had the best rookie year of uh, of anybody. Right. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong, man. He came out flying out the gates and everything. I just don't. I. I don't. How many chances do you give somebody? How many chances do you give a coach? I know. I know exactly. Getting back to the point, yeah. Right. How many chances do you give a person before you got to tell them? All right. So in, in my job industry, all right. You know, I do pest control. All right. I go into someone's house. Yeah. Someone calls up that afternoon. They're not home or whatever. I go into an apartment. Somebody t- says, "Well, you know, the pest control guy was in here, and he's the only one that's been in here all day. I'm missing five hundred bucks." Okay. Well, they do some investigation. They can't prove it, all right? Three weeks down the road, go back into another apartment or whatever. They call up. I'm missing 200 bucks, whatever, missing something. How long before, yeah, you think exactly. before your job is going to see, like, well, you got to roll, man. You're, that's a good you know, analogy. I mean, I mean that, that's, that's what I look at on the situation. I mean, and with Urban Meyer, oh, man, all he had to do was stand up and tell the truth. If you, I mean... It just doesn't look good. It does not. And especially not to not to bring it up, but in the this day and age, not like it wasn't important before this Me Too thing came about. Right. But especially now in this day and age, like this is an important uh this is an important situation. Like there are or uh what's the word I'm looking for? This this whole situation is very important to the nation right now. Right. And to be able to hide some sort of allegations that 
his coach has been doing this same thing over and over and over that looks bad for Urban Meyer. He can no longer be a coach. It just and and nowhere else is going to take him. It once he's gone. Well, see, I, you know, I think the same thing too. Um, but you know, this, I'll tell you this much right here: is if I think if Urban Meyer gets fire, fired from Ohio State, I do believe he he will not coach anywhere else. Um, I think he'll be a broadcaster some some sort. Because um, if I'm not mistaken, that year that he took off in between the Florida Ohio State gig, I think he did some you know televised games or whatever. Yeah, you know, up in the booth or whatever. But dude, you can put him out on the curb tomorrow morning. You know what? Ohio State's ranked third. Third. If where will it? Where do you think the they'll drop if he gets fired? Will they? Well, it depends. I mean, you got to think a lot of these kids, and 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 hear me out on this. A lot of these kids were recruited by Urban Meyer, right? So, even if these kids are say a five-star athlete, then would that not knowing that they got recruited by a guy who's no longer going to be coaching them, and who was apparently involved in all this other shit, and not to not to bring this into it at all, but something I just thought of. A lot of these kids, a lot of these football players come from, like, a single-parent home with just their mother. Right. So what's that going to say to these kids as that, okay, so this guy recruited me, and he's fine with a guy beating on his wife? Like, I ain't going to have – I'm not – that'll fuck a kid mentally or whatever. You know, that's just not – that's not the kind of thing that – you that's not the kind of situation you want to play under. So right. will will they still be a number three team? Um, he, even if even if it's the same five star athletes. I mean, this is what you got to look at. Is I, you know, I don't think it's much of the coach that. And don't get me wrong, coaches do have an impact on. Recruiting, oh yeah, for sure. Um, but I think it's more of the school that draws the kids in. I mean, here's the thing. I'm a diehard South Carolina fan. You yeah, know. man, I, I know. I mean, so this is what you got to look at. Take, for instance, Jadavion Clowney. Yep. Okay. Lives in Rock Hill. Yeah. Or he grew up in Rock Hill, played college football in Rock Hill. I mean, college, high school, excuse me, high school football in Rock Hill. He may as well be college football. Right. He's dorming, right? Right. I, uh, I'm not sure where he came out. I don't think it was dorming because dorming's more upstate towards like Spartanburg. And yeah, somewhere so, like that. So I will tell you this. This. Jadavion Clowney chose South Carolina. All right, you got to ask yourself, why did he pick South Carolina? Oh yeah, I mean, because he, I think, believe, I mean, he probably could have went anywhere. But we all know he wasn't staying for a full, you know, four years in college. Yeah, not at all. He was going three years. So, I mean, you ask yourself, does the coach really have that much impact on recruiting, or is it the school? Yeah, yeah, I I see your point there, one hundred percent. And then that that's that's true, but I still something something in me wants to say that these these kids feel bad about the situation at hand, and I think that that's gonna mess them up mentally a little bit. And I don't think that they're gonna be able to play up to you know to their full potential. Like for instance, I'll, I'll try to uh, bring this around. I usually. Do a do a little musician analogy every now and again to describe to other people what it's like to be a musician. Tomorrow night, I'm going to play with a drummer I've never played with before. And he's a great drummer, and I know he's good. I know he can handle what we've got. But just because 
we're going in this thing blind. That's 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 this is a fifty fifty thing. We could we could bomb or we could we could kill it. And I believe that these kids are in the same situation right now. Like they're all very good at what they're doing, but they're going to be coming in playing with a coach that that has probably never coached them before, unless they promote from within. And but but who would who would that be? Because is this does this not look does this not taint the entire coaching staff? Well, that's what people are saying. I mean, you know, if you recall, what was it uh, da, 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 last year? You bring Kirk Herb Street back. <laughs> There you go. Um, Aaron Boone did it. Stepped hey, out of the booth to coach. There you go. Hey, you know what I mean? That that could be a thing. I mean, but that would suck for college game day. I mean, you know. Yeah. But but here's the thing you think about. Look at Tennessee Volunteers, all right, back in Knoxville. Yeah. Whenever. All right, you take a look at Lane Kiffin. Lane exactly. Kiffin specifically said, I got my dream job. Okay? I, I'm, I got my dream job in UT. Or I believe. And he was at UT, left in the middle of the night. To go where? USC. USC, okay. Um, goes to USC. And Sarkeesian was his OC there, right? Right. And then, you know, Lane Kiffin gets fired. Yeah. Because he, shit, I mean, I don't think he can beat himself out of a wet paper bag. I mean, you know, so now, then they, USC takes, what's his name, promotes him to head coach. And then next thing you know, he's gone for what? I mean, because he's been drinking, you know, he can't, yeah. he can't stay off the bottle. All right, so you take a look at Lane Banging Kiffin. Banging sorority girls. All right, Lane Kiffin rolls out, and uh, Tennessee names coaches or whatever, but then last year uh, they got rid of uh, whoever was before this guy, Pruitt, coming in. Um, but anyways, Greg Shiano. They literally had a deal, legitly in place. Greg Shiano was going to sign the contract, and they had a fan uproar. They did not want Greg Shiano, the head coach. So what they do? They backed away from Greg Shiano. Where does Greg Shiano go? Ohio State. Okay, you got a guy that has coached. If I'm not mistaken, Greg Shiano coached uh, Ray Rice at. Uh, yeah, Rutgers. I'm not. I'm. You're, you lost me on those. Well, names. no, I'm just saying Greg Shiano. He he's the head coach at you know powerhouse schools. Yeah, yeah. And he, you know, here he is. He's in. He's a. I believe he's running the offense, defense. You know, as a head, the head offensive or defensive coordinator. And here you are, they, they promote uh, for intern um, Ryan Day. I mean, I And this guy's on staff who's coached all these other. Yeah, I mean, you got Greg Shauna that's been there. I'm not saying that Greg Shauna would make a great head coach at a Big Ten powerhouse. I mean, only time will tell, man. I mean. Yeah, and I, I'm still, and I, I will say that, yes, they are a Big Ten powerhouse as long as everything doesn't change. But I'm not sure that I want to label them as that. Uh, Ohio State is a Big Ten? Yeah. Not anymore. Well, here's the thing. They got lucky as shit that one year, man. What have they done other than that? You even said it last night. They can't beat Michigan with or without Jim Harbaugh. No, they can't beat Michigan, dude. Harbaugh can't beat Ohio State. That's a problem. All right, right, let me tell you what. When Jim Harbaugh woke up the other morning and all this was going on, he probably got the biggest boner there ever was, dude. Probably, yeah. 100%. Because he's seeing his crosstown right that he hasn't beat since he's been. I mean, I was talking to a Michigan guy. He, he's a okay, so I was, for some reason I was thinking that Ohio State's beat Michigan all these years. Yeah, they have. But but here's the thing. As a 
I or Michigan's beat Ohio State no, all years. My bad, I said that backwards. So I, I do. When I was doing service at Dagwoods up in Myrtle Beach, I was talking to one of the head the head manager there, and you know, diehard Michigan fan. And I was like, man, I was like, you know, I was like, y'all got a big season coming up for Harbaugh. He's like, yeah. He goes, I thought it was done last year. He says, man, he goes. I said the same thing. He says, as a Michigan fan, he goes, I can care less if we lose every game of the season except the last game. Got to beat them, man. You get, you got to beat your rival. That's. I think we could all say that. I mean, you don't want to lose every game of the season, but if you lose to Clemson or if we lose to Auburn, like that's that just sucks all off season. Oh, it does. It leaves a taste in your mouth. Like it sucks the whole off season. But I will make one quick point, real quick. I mean, South Carolina does own the uh, Big Ten. I mean, oh, I thought you were going to make another, make another. Uh, no, we South Carolina. They own the Big Ten. Okay. <laughs> you know what's funny is that South Carolina is the only SEC team that I fear playing because of the one that one game. Let me tell you what. Because of because <laughs> just at any given time, this is why sports are great. Because at any given time, any random David of South Carolina can just knock out a Goliath, and it hurts. <laughs> And I hate it. Well, take a look at Appalachia State a couple years ago with Michigan. Oh, yeah. I mean. I mean and then you had some some Division two or some low-ball Division one school uh, take it to Auburn last year or something or a year before. Beat them. First oh, yeah. Or, 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 or Syracuse. <laughs> Absolutely. On a Friday night. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought that? Who legitimately would have thought Syracuse? That's just like Pitt going into – Death Valley and beating Clemson. Who would have thought Pitt would have went into Clemson and beat Clemson with Deshaun Watson? I mean, who? Stud team. Never happened. I mean, come on. That was the worst day. There's Adam back there laughing. As a South Carolina fan. (laughs) That was the worst day to see the Pitt Panthers beat the Clemson Tigers for other reasons. But here's it. Just just getting back to the subject of... uh, of uh, the Ohio State thing is I hope they get it right. And I do, too, I, like just for the sake of the game. Right. I mean, because Urban Meyer, whether we could sit here and we can, uh, you know, go back and forth on whether he's a great coach or not, man, he knows the game of football. I mean, yes, he does. I mean, you can see with Utah, and, I mean, people say, well, Utah wasn't in no division when he took them 12-0 and 0 or whatever. Yeah. Um, but just take a look at how many kids he puts in the NFL. I mean, that's true. You you just some see, of them too soon, right? See, all right. I mean, you know, you get some of them. Some of them want to jump out, and he, you know, keeps them back. But I mean, I, I will say this: is whether he gets fired or whether he stays, uh, they'll be in the top top five. I mean, they're they're not going to go nowhere because um, those kids can't go nowhere. I yeah, mean, they can they can say, "Well, I'm leaving because this guy." I don't, and I don't know if the NCAA does a. Uh, I don't know if the NCAA does a rule that if a coach gets fired that recruited you, if you can leave and immediately enroll somewhere else and play. I'm not sure if you have to sit out of I'm here. I'm sure that there's some sort of a clause in in for that. I do know they did it for Penn State whenever the whole – this whole – and let me tell you what, the Penn State thing compares nothing to this. Yes, still, not at all. Um, I think they allowed those kids from Penn State to go elsewhere – but this one compares nothing to the Penn State thing. Right, you're right. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, it's one of those things that, uh, like I said, I do not condone 
uh, domestic violence in any ways. And, and, yeah, exactly. But if Urban Meyer, man, if he if his nose is not clean, you got to let him go. Let him roll. He's got to go. Yeah, but but uh, but that's that's uh, like we were saying last night. It's just and continuously today. It's for the sake of the game. I feel bad for the the fans in Ohio State, even though most of them are garbage. You heard me. But <laughs> see, I'm gonna have so many people text me after this one. Sorry for uh, sorry for hurting your feelings, but a lot of a lot of Ohio State fans are uh, just just not my people, as you can as you can probably tell. Being an Alabama fan, I I called I did call that loss. By the way, as soon as I saw Cardell Jones play one game, I was like, "This kid's a stud." Will you guys are gonna? I told Janessa, I was like, "You guys are gonna win out. We'll have to play you to get to the dance, and you'll probably win." And that's exactly what happened. And I I still got a bad taste in my mouth from that. But, but isn't it great for college football to it's see? It's great for college football. And I've said on this podcast before that that Clemson needed to win that that second game. And just for the sake of the game, you'd never hear any other fan say that probably, but for the sake of the game, the Giant needs to be beaten every now and again just to, I don't know, I love Alabama and I love the Braves, but I love football and baseball more than I love those teams. Right. And I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I might love Alabama more than football. But still, like I just, I don't but know. It just, is, it's necessary for the sake of the game, and I'm big enough kinda, to say that. It's kind of like you know the college basketball. Um, you know, I'm a, of course I, I pull for South Carolina, but when it comes to you know having a team that can actually do something, yes, I know they made it to the Final Four, Elite Eight, whatever it was, yeah, but two years ago, or whatever. That was, you know, we had some good balls. So Darius Thornwell, right? But but here's and, and we we beat Duke out of it. But the thing about it is, some you know, so many people hate Duke, or hate North Carolina, or hate UCLA because they're usually always the ones to to win it. They like to see different people, different teams win it. And let me tell you what, I mean, I'm not the biggest Alabama fan, and the reason is is because they win all the time, man. And I guess that's why I like South Carolina reason. so much because they don't win all the time. Well, for the same reason that uh, that everybody hates the Patriots. Yeah. You know, for the same reason everybody hates the Patriots because they win all the time. And I'm – I like – I enjoyed being a Braves fan for all those years because it taught me to be humble. Right. In my sports fanship, if you, if you will. And – because I don't get a lot of that from Alabama. Like, we just win. And, and and honestly, we have most of my adult life. Like, we just, that's what we do. And it, honestly, I, I said on the mic the other day at uh, at a gig that most college teams are pissed off when they lose a game. Alabama's pissed off when they lose the championship. Right. Like that's you know it's like if we don't make it to the to the championship that we, we, it doesn't matter, right? And we don't care, but because that's our end goal. Like it doesn't matter. We could we could we could have a season that ninety nine percent of college football would kill for, right? 
and and we would be pissed off because we didn't win the championship. Well, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, you take a look at South Carolina. People are like, you know, I'll run people like, well, what do you think South Carolina is going to do this year? And I was like, well, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now. If South Carolina doesn't succeed, have a successful season, they'll never have a successful season. I mean, sitting right now, I would say we probably have one of the top receiving duos in the SEC. Right now. Right now. Coming back from experience. Absolutely. I mean, you have uh, Edwards, and then you have uh, Samuels. Then you got uh, both the Smiths coming in. I mean, we're going to hurt probably on the tight end part of the ball. But, I mean, so you take – and he asked me, he's like, well, what do you consider a successful football season? He's like, an SEC championship? I'm like, well – Seven wins. Well, that's going a little (laughs) far with an SEC championship. To me, I feel like finishing – I mean, I would love to win the SEC East. Go play for another SEC championship. Of course, would probably end up playing Alabama or Auburn or somebody. But you know, Alabama. Think so? <laughs> she ain't anybody but Auburn, man. Okay, but I'm just saying that's that's what I think. I, I, yeah, I, but, I know. But we I don't know, I don't know about exceeded, us this year. We exceeded expectations last year. Yep. People had us at six wins last year. We ended up with nine. Muschamp's doing a good job. You know, beating beating Michigan. So I mean, a success a successful season for us Gamecocks. I, I would have to say to win the East and. You know, compete for a, you know, SEC championship. All right. So, would you trade all of what you just said to be able to go on like another five five year beating Clemson run again? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Let me tell you. Absolutely. I would love nothing more than to beat Clemson five years again. But but, but it's going to be tough. I mean, because Debo, not Debo, Dabo, he has done his work there. I mean, they have recruited well. Um, you know, it's going to be tough. But I, I, I felt like this past year we were going to be able to compete with them. Um, but we didn't. We got blown out the water coming out the gates. I told you in the last podcast, it hurt all of uh, all of Alabama's world. All Alabama fanship world was so disappointed in South Carolina for losing that game. But we had so much build up on that. I would definitely trade an SEC East title just to beat Clemson five years again. Five years in a row, yeah. We never know, man. It could happen. And and I, I've got this theory that not a lot of people are a fan of that maybe Dabo just got super lucky by having people like Deshaun Watson and, and Mike Williams and – I, you know, They're going to be tough this year. They got their what the hell? Their, their front defense. four is coming back on both sides of the ball. I think. Yeah, I mean it's it's only time to tell. Hey, we only got three more Saturdays left. Oh go. shit, we got to get fantasy football rolling this year too, huh? Well, here you go. You gonna play fantasy football this year? Yeah, man. It's always fun playing fantasy football. <laughs> I like I like donate money. Nice. <laughs> I like donate money. I always donate money at everything I do. Well, we're gonna get the we're we're gonna get a Tito's league rolling here pretty soon. But anywho, that's probably a good enough good enough amount of content. I will say as far as the going back to Urban Meyer, uh, apparently as of about twenty hours ago, he claims quote unquote that he took appropriate action. Regarding the domestic abuse claims that led to his firing the team's assistant coach last week, so but if you knew the truth at the media, yeah, but exactly. So they're still in the air as to whether or not he's going to have a job, which is all directions are pointing at no. 
on the answer to that question. So we'll see where we go. But anywho, that's all we got for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Got football coming at you. The Braves are tied atop, or, or no, a half a game back atop the uh, NL East. With the Phillies. With the Phillies, man. Down with the mutts. The Braves have won five in a row. Hopefully we keep that streak going tonight. Uh, that's all we got for you today. Jason, any final thoughts? Uh, not really, but uh, we'll just uh, go with uh, my prediction on the Urban Meyer will be out of the office by Monday afternoon. I believe the same thing. Adam Cruz, any final thoughts? Agree. <laughs> All right, guys, we're getting out of here. Enjoy your weekends. Peace, bitches.